Two Towns Over is a podcast where we explore the fascinating world of urban legends, conspiracy theories, and campfire tales to find out if there are any truths behind the legends. With dark humor and natural curiosity, we tackle the darkened streets of the town we all know. Welcome to the town with no name. This is Two Towns Over. Ever get anything done? We're, we're, we're actually just agreeing. We're like, yeah, don't do what you're supposed to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel that way. Don't every... edit. Yeah, that can't happen. <laughs> Watch Bo Burnham for the sixth time. <laughs> Oh man! Well, howdy, neighbors. We're, we're trying there to already, <laughs> already, already. I wanted to get. I knew I was going to do it. We have no time. We have to introduce the concept first. <laughs> There's only like eight of them. They can't. <laughs> we have more than eight now. Okay, okay. There's fine. like we have a consistent at least fifty neighbors. Yeah, nice. So for anyway, the... we're calling you neighbors now. Yeah, you're yeah. the neighbors. You're the neighbors. The neighbors and your fans in the are town. called neighbors. When we have a Patreon, we're planning to call you all the town council. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully you'll stick with us. Yeah. Until Any we patrons are the town council, and you Sounds get a whole bunch of cool shit. Ominous. It does. Yeah, that's yeah. why it's good. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Don's original idea was already good. It was what was it, the city, city council, council, city council, and yeah. citizens. Yeah, and citizens. And my goal was like, oh. City council's great, but what is less culty than <laughs> citizens? <laughs> What's less communist than citizens? And so I was like, what about town Rats? council? Ruben picked up his phone, read the message, and was like, how can I one-up this? <laughs> That's exactly That's what That's usually was. how my brain works. <laughs> how can I teach this uppity white boy? Anyway, I'm Ruben. And this is Don. I'm... Just Still jump, Josh. Yeah, yeah, just jump in there. He's I, Josh. It's fine. So, I, don't, I don't like it. <laughs> you introduced me from now on. Okay. <laughs> no, that's not how... So that's Pippi Longstocking. What's even that's happening That's fair enough. Right now? That's fine. At this moment, we're just we're getting back into the swing of things. For those of you who don't know, and that'd be all of you because we have not made this announcement, this is the second time recording this episode because uh, yep. the first time... Oh, we're going to admit this? Yeah, we're going to admit it. Oh, okay. Yeah, why not? Because everybody's going to be like, why don't they seem quite as happy about doing it? People get it. Yeah. I was going to do a whole bit about deja vu, but fuck that, <laughs> well, I guess. Well, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> it can still work. It yeah. can still work. I feel like we've done this before. Yeah, this hmm. seems familiar. So today we're doing uh, the topic of Bloody Mary. And like I said, we've done it before. <gasps> and uh, Audacity, which is the program that we use to uh, edit and record decided that it wasn't happy with the pro uh, program and it thought we did a bad job and it left a zero star review <laughs> exactly it said fuck you and it raged against this machine so we have how to dare be- you God do a pun okay. <laughs> what even <laughs> you're not the pun man <laughs> apparently i gotta be i was told that i'm too dry so. But that's why we love you, Don. Right. That's the that's the whole thing. That's what I that's what it's, I said. You're you're on top of things mm-hmm. and and kind of dry. I'm like all I'm not quite as on top of things, but I'm a little bit less dry. Mm-hmm. And then Ruben is comedic relief. Yeah, he's our whole formula sopping wet, laid bare for he's all to see, dripping in gravy. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell him about oh. what your coworker, the regular that listens to the show, said about him? 
Oh, oh no! Well, I sent it to the chat. Um, oh, I don't he might have seen it. Really did not like did our you? Duval. He did not appreciate. Oh no, not that. No, about how anytime Ruben opens his mouth. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. One of uh, one of oh. my regulars at work um, came in and he was telling me how much he loved the most recent episode, which I. It's Halloween. It was, was, it was Robert Hall- the Doll. Yeah, I think Robert it was the Halloween. Doll, yeah, but it was Halloween mm-hmm. whenever he Yeah, told me this. and he's like, just every time Ruben goes to open his mouth, I know I'm about to laugh. <laughs> oh, look at I've that face. I've done my job. <laughs> look at that face. <laughs> look at him blush. That's the face of a man that's like, yeah. <laughs> I've done it. I'm the star. Also, whoever said they didn't like my doom can eat my nuts. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so... <laughs> We are going to get uh, into Bloody Mary are again. We, yeah, are we're we gonna, done? Yeah, we're going to do it. We're going mean, to do gonna it. We're going to try. We're going to get back we're gonna, into it. We're going to bite the bullet and lick Ruben's nuts. Luckily, though, I have the memory of an acorn, so this all Same. might as well be new to me. I did not brush up on okay. any of this. So. All I remember is us talking about how there was a lot of different ones. Okay, yeah. well, good. Yep. So, this is the actual... Well, not the actual. This is... A version of the story. Um, She lived deep in the forest in a tiny cottage and sold herbal remedies for a living. Folks living in the town nearby called her Bloody Mary, and she said she was a witch, or they said she was a witch. No one dared cross the old crone for fear that the cows would go dry, their food stores rot away before winter, their children take sick of fever, or any number of terrible things that an angry witch could do to their neighbors or their children. I feel like I do remember some of this because my memory is that I, I mentioned that witches were a thing in these cottage communities. Yeah, something you were mentioned something about like yeah. medicine women or something. Yeah, they were literally brewers. Yeah, like beer that's brewers. Right. Yeah, the whole hat yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You mean you remember that you poked holes in every part of the story? That couldn't be true. Nah. <laughs> I would never couldn't do be. something so insensitive. No. Absolutely not. No. Not on this very serious and not at all comedic podcast <laughs> yeah no so then the little girls little girls in the village began to disappear one by one no one could find out where they had gone grief stricken bears <laughs> grief stricken families searched the woods their local buildings and the houses and barns speaking of bears did we <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> did we i just learned this and i'm not sure if it's actually true or not but i hope it is it's that um arctic means bear and Antarctic, Antarctic just means, means no opposite bears. of bear. <laughs> just means that. bear and no bears. So that's what our planet is called. H- called human beings dirt, rolled up one bear, place and they no were bear. like, oh, there's bears here. And then they rolled up another place. They were like, oh, there's no bears here. No bears. And that is that is how. Bro, they rolled up the Florida and the dude was like, ooh, flowers. <laughs> Let's name it lots of flowers. Yeah. Georgia is literally just Lady George. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just just a name for a George, but a girl. And Virginia We're is so good at naming shit, guys. Oh, yeah. Well, you got New Mexico. Dude, New York, <laughs> New York. Yep. North Dakota and South Dakota. And we have two Washingtons in this country. Yeah. One of them is a state. One of them is the capital. It's not the same one. <laughs> but then the capital is not a state. That's but what it's I'm saying. not it's really a... District uh, of Columbia. <laughs> Yeah, our territory is not even really in our country. It's fucking <laughs> stupid. A few brave souls even went... How did we get here? You mentioned bears. bears. I did mention bears. Yeah. <laughs> you said, speaking of bears. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then we were talking about how Washington, D.C. is in a state. <laughs> well, it's just that I don't know why. 
I don't That's all. <laughs> <laughs> so a brew, a brew. Oh my Jesus! <laughs> You're sure you wanted to re-record this one, right? Because <laughs> so far it's going really as as, well. As soon as as soon as we finish this, he's gonna go into the computer tomorrow, and he's gonna be like, "Fuck, we didn't need to do that." It's gonna be like, "Oops, we accidentally deleted that one too, uh, guys. We're not doing Bloody Mary yeah. anymore." <laughs> the next two weeks are gonna be, "Oops, all." All Bloody Mary. It's the curse. Oh, my God. (laughs) We'll re-record it again. A few brave souls even went to Bloody Mary's home in the woods to see if the witch had taken the girls, but she denied any knowledge of the disappearances. Girls make very bad beer. (laughs) That's a strangely (laughs) sexist thing. I mean, as an ingredient, Josh. Oh. (laughs) 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 Amazing. Do men make better beer? I mean, I'm not saying that I've tried it. <laughs> I hope not. See if I can but get... yes, they do. They're riper. They're... Still, okay. it was noted that her haggard appearance had changed. She looked younger, more attractive. The neighbors were suspicious, but they could find no proof that the witch had taken their young ones. It was all the beer they drank. Yeah. Then came the night when the daughter of the miller rose from her bed and walked outside. You're so proud of that joke. I am. <laughs> following. I can't look at you. <laughs> following an enchanted sound that no one else could hear. The miller's wife had a toothache and was sitting up in the kitchen treating her tooth with an herbal remedy when her daughter left the house. She screamed for her husband and followed the girl out of the door. The miller came running in, out in his nightshirt. Together, they tried to restrain the girl, but she kept breaking away from them and heading out of town. The desperate cries of the miller and his wife woke the neighbors. They came to assist the frantic couple. Suddenly, reading like a fucking Christopher Walken. (laughs) Can you actually please read the rest of it like Christopher Walken? Suddenly, a sharp-eyed... I can't do it. A sharp-eyed farmer gave a shout. (laughs) She was a witch in the woods. They thought the girls were disappearing. I need more cowbell damn it why don't you have a cowbell in here i, I would know. be smacking the shit out of that thing let's see uh suddenly a strange sharp excellent sharp-eyed farmer yeah. gave a shout out and pointed towards the strange light in the end of the woods christopher walken would like it he would <laughs> uh a few towns billy mitchell would still sue us <laughs> <laughs> one sentence one motherfucking sentence <laughs> <laughs> one sentence no <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. Oh, man. (laughs) This is going to turn into a nonsense Patreon episode real quick. For sure. Definitely. Okay. A few townspeople followed him out into the field and saw Bloody Mary standing beside a large oak tree, holding a magic wand that was pointed towards the miller's house. She was glowing with an unearthly light as she set her evil spell upon the miller's daughter. The townsmen grabbed their guns and their pitchforks and ran toward the witch. When she heard the commotion, Bloody Mary broke off her spell and fled back into the woods. The far-sighted farmer had loaded his gun with silver bullets in case the witch ever came after his daughter. I remember this part because I was like, "Isn't that, isn't that werewolves?" Yeah, and you yeah. were like, "Maybe it's all of the well, supernatural, supernatural stuff." They're they're holy, right? Yeah, yeah mm. they're, they're supposed to be blessed, right? But you can only bless silver. Wouldn't you just put the gun in holy water for a second? Would it fire them? Yeah. Were they flintlocks still? The if time? they're still flintlocks. I feel like they would still but be flintlocks. So yeah, yeah, I feel talk- like we talked about having cases okay, by guys, this point. 
We have to stop referring to an episode that does not exist. <laughs> it exists now, damn it. It exists in my heart. Because Just everybody like else PCP is going to be like, Pete, I don't remember. I don't remember. But we're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. We don't need to talk about that. What the fuck? Yeah, you do. <laughs> well, shit. Well, instead, then I'll just say, oh, hey, by this point in history, didn't they already have cased bullets, which do fire underwater? Yes. Thank you, Don. You're welcome. <laughs> I appreciate the interaction. <laughs> now he took aim and shot at her. The bullet hit Bloody Mary in the hip, and she fell to the ground. The angry townsman leapt, up upon, leapt upon her and carried her back into the field where they built a huge bonfire and burned her at the stake. Again, fire solves curses. Yes. Well, no, apparently not, because this started the curse. I, I, oh, it I started was the say, curse? It absolutely yeah. does not. Have Fire's you, pretty tricky, guys. Have you, have you seen Castlevania? One, one fire started a whole bunch of bullshit. That's fair. That's I know fair. it's Wallachia. Um, as she burned, Bloody Mary screamed a curse at the villagers. That's racist. What, Wallachia? No, Bloody uh, Mary screaming curses at the uh, villagers, dude. If anyone mentioned Wait, her why? name, oh, one motherfucking <laughs> sentence. Oh. Sweet fucking Jesus. <laughs> Today we've chosen violence. <laughs> I see you have chosen death. Okay. Uh, as she burned, Bloody Mary screamed a curse at the villagers. If anyone mentioned her name aloud before a mirror... She would send her spirit to revenge herself upon them for her terrible death. When she was dead, the villagers went to the house in the woods and found an un the unmarked graves of the little girls the evil witch had murdered. She had used their blood to make her young again. From this, that day to this, anyone foolish enough to chant Bloody Mary's name three times before a darkened mirror will summon the vengeful spirit of the witch. It is said that she will tear their bodies to pieces and rip their souls from their mutilated bodies. The souls of those unfortunate enough will burn in torment as Bloody Mary once burned, and they will forever be trapped in a mirror. Honestly, if curses were real like this, where it was like, I, I'm dying and I will lay my dying curse upon you, I would believe, like if curses were real, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like if we had verifiable like curse detectors and shit, <laughs> not the ghost show ones. Those just <laughs> beep. They just beep. Sometimes they light up, but they mostly just beep. Anyway, but like, you know. In an anime, say, curse sure. energy is yeah, real right. or whatever. I would believe, if nothing else about our reality changed, that this woman did curse these villagers because they killed her because she knew how to do something that the men didn't know how to do, a.k.a. brew beer. <laughs> and then It seems like they'd want to keep her find, around. No, they pretended to find some graves. Look, man, history is bullshit to women like <laughs> feel me like they killed this woman for no fucking reason and then they made up a story forever 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 about her bathing in the blood of children it's literally like a thousand years later i would curse them too you know what i'm saying no, like, true. <laughs> that's my point i don't like, know if i if like anybody could curse people like with their dying breath i would be like oh no i'm dying i curse everybody to have enough to eat all the time that's fair yeah but i don't think that's how a curse works that's a blessing yeah i'll i'll think on it yeah i'll think on it i curse everyone to have exactly one millimeter of space less than they need yeah yeah <laughs> i guess that's pretty good that's like a minor inconvenience yeah. for the rest of forever <laughs> for everyone. Still, nice, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I'm doing. 
You're not going to notice, but you're going to know forever <laughs> that something is wrong. Right. Yeah, you'll you'll feel it wrong. Like I, I I hope you have a beautiful home for the rest of your life, but there's one corner in the living room that's like slightly off and it's going to bother you forever. Mm-hmm. That's your curse. Mm-hmm. So you yes. just want to give everyone OCD. No, 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 no. I want to give everyone a man in the corner of their vision. Like <laughs> I want that every time say people named Sandra blink <laughs> they see a man in the corner of their vision for like point zero three seconds for like every seventh time they blink or like something. just enough for the human eye to yeah. barely just be able to barely it. and then yeah. they're like oh, and there's no one <laughs> forever oh. i want to eliminate the name britney from the memories of humans like i want to do crazy shit like that but i love this this is my favorite episode now <laughs> I'm so glad we lost it the first time. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of agree. I, I kind of remember being very bland that last time. Yeah, because usually we record in the afternoon when you guys are just waking up. That's fair. Oh, that's true. That's, that's fair. true. Yeah, you've got me too awake. Yeah, yeah that's problem. it. That's what it is. That is what yeah. it is. Yep. This is like party time for me. Yeah. Like, I was able to get up and eat some beer-battered shrimp and watch anime before I came in. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, probably. Wait, way to way to make a vain attempt to bring it back. It's to the never going to happen, yeah. Dom. <laughs> <laughs> you've I, lo- you've lost it. I already. I've lost the plot. Okay, now we finished the first one. We got it. Okay, well that's it. Good night, everybody. Okay, bye. bye, bye. Wait, was that it? No. Oh, I forgot. No, we actually have to talk about the idea <laughs> behind Bloody Mary. I forgot about this part. Yeah, we do the real thing now. I yeah. guess. No. Oh, okay. All right. We'll, we'll, well, we'll let Don have a little bit of control over this episode now. <laughs> a little be... bit. I just want any. Uh, yeah. No. We'll, that's what I mean. We'll let you have a little just bit. A we'll little. go from none to a little bit. We'll go from, le- yeah. We'll see how it goes. We'll do a trial run. Okay. <laughs> so historically, uh, the origin or the ritual of Bloody Mary has its, its roots in the idea of divination um, using a mirror. Uh, this uh, is called Captoptromancy. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Captoptromancy. Yeah. yeah, is using a mirror to scribe. No, you don't, you don't you... remember it. This hasn't happened. I'm sorry. There, it, I just meant that Captoptromancer is a way cooler title than Seer. Yeah. Which oh, is the sure. same thing. <laughs> Except Captoptromancy is fucking rad as a word. <laughs> and also, I don't know if we let Don get a whole sentence in that time, but I was listening for a period. <laughs> <laughs> so the original idea was that a uh, encouraged young women to walk up a flight of stairs backwards, holding a candle and a hand mirror in a darkened house. As they gazed into the mirror, they were supposed to be able to catch a view of their future husband's face. Hey, young women, please don't do that at home for real. Absolutely You'll die. Do not for real. do that. You'll fall. <laughs> It'll be not great. Or at least have a spotter. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Then that's wouldn't fair. you just see the spotter's face in the mirror? Get one of those um, chairs that yes. lift old people up the stairs, you know what I'm talking about? There you oh, go. Oh, true. And just go at, at that pace. And then if you fall, you'll just hold on to the chair and it'll take you right, right to the top. There modern you go. problems require modern, modern solutions. Modern solutions. There was, however, a chance that they would see a skull or the face of the Grim Reaper instead, indicating that they were going to die before they would have a chance to get married. Indicating that they were about to fall down the stairs. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I know if I saw a skull in a mirror, I would... I would Immediately fall fall downstairs, yeah. 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 So so in the ritual of today, Bloody Mary apparent... Oh, my God almighty. 
See, it's not always us. Off on yeah. It's not always <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'm trying to like rush through these so I can get through a sentence before you guys stop me. Again. We're trying real hard. <laughs> I am shaking. I'm holding back so hard. Bloody Mary allegedly appears to individuals or groups who ritualistically invoke her name in, an, in the act of catac. Oh my God. Catoptromancy. Nailed it. Thank you. This is done. Anytime. This is done by repeatedly, repeatedly chanting her name into a mirror placed in a dimly lit or candlelit room. The name must be uttered 13 times or some other specified number of times. 13 is such a good number of times, It is, but I've seen it. It's a lot of times. It's real easy for me to lose count. Like, Oh, you got to count on your fingers, man. Bro, that's what I'm talking about. Like, when I have to focus that hard on something, and it's like, like, anything above, like, 10 is the perfect ADHD number if you want someone to fuck up. Because, like, (laughs) I get to 10, and then I'm like, 11? Fuck. (laughs) <laughs> because I'm focusing so hard that it slips out of my hands like a like a fish. Okay. Is that is that a thing? Sand through your hands. Sand. Yeah. No, but that's not like if you grip it like a <laughs> like 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 those little like massage things yeah. that that like yeah. you can't get a grip on. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I was going to say something different. Flashlight? No. Like okay. like a flashlight outside of its casing? No. I was going to say like a lubed up dildo. You squeeze it, it'll right out of your hands. <laughs> this is so much better. <laughs> so apparently, the Highgate thing wasn't a fluke. This is just this is the time of the <clears throat> time of the month, the I, time of the night to record. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't actually expect that sound to be such a perfect soundboard sound. <laughs> So, the Bloody Mary apparition allegedly appears as a corpse, witch, or ghost that can be friendly or evil, and is sometimes seen covered in blood, hence the name. The so, lore... So, she's a lot like... So, she's a lot like Beetlejuice, then? Like, yes. you say her name a few times? Yeah, she'll show she'll up. She'll show up, and then it's either evil or good, depending. Yes. Evil or good, sometimes in blood or not. Sometimes she's a ghost, she's a witch, she's a corpse. Sometimes she's wearing gray prisoner stripes. Mm. Sometimes she feels like a nut. Sometimes, Sometimes she's a giant snake. Yeah. The that lore would actually be rad. Fuck, I did it again. <laughs> the lore surrounding the ritual states that participants may endure the apparition screaming at them, cursing them, strangling them, stealing their soul, drinking their blood, or scratching their eyes out. That's a lot more evil than friendly. I know. Yeah. yeah. When do the friendly things happen? Well... I didn't copy that, but sometimes she gives you a reach around. Sometimes she oh. rubs your back. Oh. <laughs> Damn, I could really go for a back rub, Honestly. and at this point, it would be worth the risk of decapitation. <laughs> does it? <laughs> yeah, it actually would. <laughs> but, like, does it matter how I say the name? Can I get her to be friendly by saying it different? Ooh, like, can that's I, a good theory. You know what I'm saying? Like, instead of being like, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, can I be like, Bloody Mary? <laughs> like, Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Like you get that Barry White voice going. That's fair. <laughs> oh, bloody Mary. Or if you say it with an English accent, you're basically just calling her fucking Mary. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. <laughs> if you say it like Hungarian. No. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> I'll stop. Some variations of the ritual call Bloody Mary by a different name, such as Hell Mary and Mary Worth are popular examples. I actually really like Hell Mary. Because I do like Hail Mary. That's like the you know Hail Mary full yeah. of grace. It's like Hail Mary full of metal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
The modern-day legend of Hanako-san in Japan strongly parallels the Bloody Mary mythology. And Hanako-san is a girl uh, that supposedly was in the school bathroom when the bombs dropped right. on Hiroshima mm-hmm. or Nagasaki, one of the two places. Um, really? You mean that that had a major impact on Japanese on, culture? On their culture? Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. On Shocking. the culture of an entire small nation. Yeah. Shocking. Wild. <laughs> So the participant, this is, this is the actual ritual. So the participant enter, enters a darkened room with a lit candle. She or he looks into the mirror while chanting Bloody Mary's name or a phrase a specific number of times. If the ritual is performed correctly, Bloody Mary might either appear in the mirror, reach out of the mirror, and scratch the participant's face. No, you did copy the reach around down. Did I? Okay. You just said it, yeah. Or said reach out. Yes, yeah. Okay. That was the joke. Reach oh. out. Mm. If, if, out if I mirror. know what a reach around is, then what's a reach out? A reach out? Well, <laughs> you see, only a very special demon can perform that, and it's the friendliest Bloody Mary you can get. <laughs> um, or she can be released from the afterlife to haunt him or her forever. Other versions of the story include the mirror dripping blood, the participant's hair turning white, or the participant disappearing without a trace. Sometimes the ritual involves chanting simply Bloody Mary, whereas other versions involve chanting I believe in Bloody Mary or even I killed your baby Bloody Mary. Now, folk- just seems antagonistic. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe that's why she's not friendly. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I think that's where Bloody Mary's just misunderstood. From. Yeah, because, you know, you got a lot of teenagers chanting that they killed your baby. You know that's yeah. not true. I'd be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I would also come out of the mirror not ready to give a reach around. I heard but, that. Uh, I heard that. Well,. It depends on who it is. Yeah. Because if it's Ryan Reynolds. Ah, oh, true. I don't care what Ryan Reynolds says to me. Or Denzel. Eh. You don't like what? I mean, not like as he's much so as Ryan distinguished. Reynolds. Oh, he's a distinguished man. But Deadpool. It's fair. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> now, a folklore experts uh, searching for the origin behind the legend of Bloody Mary came up with several theories. The first one, which is a unique, quite Freudian take on the legend by folklorist Alan Dundies, suggested that the story is an initiation ritual into womanhood. He notes that the Bloody Mary legend revolves around blood suddenly appearing, and that the ritual typically takes place in the bathroom with girls who are right on the edge of puberty. However, other theories put the origin of the story in a more historical perspective. Bloody Mary may have been one of the following women, all of whom might have a good reason to come back from the afterlife to wreak havoc among the living. Who wouldn't have a good reason to come back from the afterlife to wreak havoc on the living, though? Me. No, I feel really? like it would just be fun. Like, e- even if it was eh. just for, like... I'm tired. Yeah, dude, if I die and I find out that just the neutral afterlife is real... Yeah. Like, I'm gonna come wreak havoc. Dude, <laughs> if, if I could be a disembodied spirit that could just go anywhere and, like, be a fly on the wall and watch people live their lives, I'd probably do that right now. I'd do that for real, yeah. I, but, like, the wreaking havoc thing is, like, if I know it has no consequence, as in if there's no good or bad version of the afterlife, it's just the afterlife, period, uh, fuck it. There's no consequences, because the consequences are you be what I am now forever. Right. Well, I think I think my idea of wreaking havoc, too, would be, like, Don, if I were haunting your house, I would, like, go into your kitchen late at night, and I would press the button on your refrigerator that makes ice come out. <laughs> like four in the morning. Yeah, you're on that shit that I was on earlier. Yeah, <laughs> you're on that. Like I would fully move every piece of furniture in your house, like 
a millimeter to the right? No, like yeah. two two <laughs> centimeters left or right, depending on how I felt about it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just to see what happens. So here are the three the historical options. The first is Mary Tudor, who was Mary First of England, who oh, put. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm related to her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you've said that before. What? Deja vu. Yeah. Dude. Uh, who put many Protestants <laughs> to death for heresy, giving her the nickname Bloody Mary. I love that he used death to get us our, to get our attention. <laughs> yeah. Say the it's word like, shiny with shiny, a lot of aggression. Shiny. <laughs> the second one is Elizabeth Bathory, also known as the Queen of Blood, who was supposedly convicted for murdering hundreds of young women so she could bathe in their blood. And the third is the story that we've already told, Mary Worth, a witch executed in the Salem Witch Trials. So we're going to look at both, or the, two, the other two, uh, in the historical background of them. We're going to start with England's Queen Mary. She was the first queen regent of England, which means she was the first queen that wasn't queen because she was married to a king. I, I feel confident that our listeners know what Game of Thrones is and therefore understand what a queen, queen regent is. I've never seen Game of Thrones. I also have not <gasps> watched Game of Thrones all the way through. I've seen like bits and pieces. My dad and I used to go to like uh, wow. movie night at my uncle's house once a week. Amazing. We'd do band practice there, and we would just watch like movies that my uncle felt I needed to see because I had never seen. So that was like where I saw Fight Club for the first time and stuff. But I would see like weird disjointed episodes of Game of Thrones. But uh, mm-hmm. that was that was it. I never like I'm sat down and so watched it. Sad. Sorry, I'm not that sad. <laughs> okay. Do you quit the podcast now? Because I've never seen Game of Thrones. Yes. Okay. Can I be back on the podcast? Sure. Sweet. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I was really worried there for a second. Reuben is the money. He is. <laughs> <clears throat> He's the face. So I'm specifically not the face. <laughs> I know you're definitely the prettiest of all. Of yeah. I yeah, but it's, I'm the one who I don't want my image out there. You guys would have <laughs> my either. voice, but not these gorgeous looks. We 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 should all be VTubers. <laughs> Fucking absolutely not. I don't know. No. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No. We're all gonna be VTubers. I've I'll, already decided, and I'm gonna go start working on our models. I will when commit I seppuku. Yeah, <laughs> that is really extreme. You don't want to be a cartoon that bad. Yes. <laughs> okay. So she reigned from night or from nineteen from fifteen fifty three until her death. Is it a cool f- cartoon? Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's just it's, I might it's you. It. It's like the the coolest version you can think of of yourself in cartoon form. So no changes. <laughs> Heard. That's we love to hear it. So I would change three things. (laughs) (laughs) I can't stop. (laughs) So England's Queen Mary reigned from 1553 until her death in 1558. She's best known for her religious persecutions of Protestants and the execution of over 300 subjects. Born on February 18, 1516 at the Palace of Placentia in Greenwich, England, Mary Tudor was the only child of King Henry VIII and Catherine of Aragon to survive into adulthood. King Henry VIII from the song and Catherine of Aragon from that one book by Christopher Paolini then turned into a shitty movie. Aragon? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah, Aragon was terrible. It was a really bad movie. So bad. The books are still good. Yeah. Never read them. That's probably fine. Yeah. Uh, Mary took the throne in 1553, reigning as the first queen regent of England and Ireland. Seeking to return England to the Catholic Church, she persecuted hundreds of Protestants and earned the moniker Bloody Mary. She died at St. James Palace in London on November 17, 1558. 
Since her teen years, Mary had been plagued with terrible menstrual pains and irregularity in her cycles, which would be attributed to her eventual physical and psychological stress later in life. She was also known to be struck with deep and frequent periods of melancholia, depressive spells, which would stay with her throughout her relatively short life. Despite all the odds and afflictions stacked against her, Mary did eventually take the throne in 1553 at the age of 37 and promptly married Philip of Spain in the hopes of conceiving an heir. It's here where the origin of the Bloody Mary legend begins to take shape. Starved for love and forever seeking the approval of her father, Mary would, Mary would replay the code of this codependent pattern with her new husband, whom she was, quote-unquote, ready to lavish all her frustrated emotions onto. Ten years her junior, and in no way excited to reciprocate her amorous feelings, Philip fulfilled the negotiated duties expected of a royal marriage, and two months later, Mary's greatest wish came true. She was with child. Despite displaying the usual symptoms of pregnancy, including a swelling of breasts and an ever-growing abdomen, the public remained suspicious of the Queen's recent good fortune, and it didn't take long for rumors of a false pregnancy to start spreading. This really is such a phenomenal and fitting backstory for the legend of Bloody Mary that we have today. Yeah. Like, and I know it's not, there's still, like, kind of some confusion and argument about whether or not this is the real, official, definite inspiration for today's Bloody Mary. Right. It's going to be my headcanon. I choose to believe that it is. And it fits the I stole your, or I killed your baby. Exactly. Well, I mean, that's definitely where that part got added on. I feel like if this wasn't the explicit, yes, this is where Bloody Mary urban legend as we know it today comes from, then definitely somebody was doing that urban legend and then they learned about Bloody Mary. Right. And they were like, oh, that's her. Tell her you killed her baby. It'll make her come for sure. Mm -hmm. That's how it happened, for sure. That's how it happened, for sure. There you go. We're done. You guys, that's we have ruled that that is the official story now. Mm -hmm. If, If you come to us for definitely true information on your urban legends, then why? Yeah, what the hell are you doing? Wrong. <laughs> Don't do that. Wrong. Don't this do that. This is the equivalent of... My job like, is specifically not to research anything. <laughs> <laughs> this is the equivalent of, like, Don is a, a teacher trying his best, and the two worst class clowns in the grade got put in the same class. Mm-hmm. And the only reason he keeps teaching is because he knows we're smart. He knows we'll get to... (laughs) He's like, now you two, I know that you're smart. If you would just apply yourselves, you would be good kids. Meanwhile, we're flinging boogers across the room. (laughs) I'm just one episode away from standing on my desk and telling you that William Shakespeare was the first rapper. He's (laughs) 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 good. That's good. That's good. I was going to say that you were going to send us down to Oshak Hennessy's office. <laughs> you done messed up, Rubine. <laughs> Reuben? God dang it. <laughs> Chicanerous and deplorable. Anyway. Sorry. Although the big day arrived, the baby didn't. And both she and the servants around her proposed that perhaps the miscalculation of delivery dates was to blame. Maybe it's like in One Piece and she held the baby in for 11 extra months so that it wouldn't get killed because his father was the most famous pirate of all time. Maybe. You know, I'll never watch One Piece, but you know what I wish? I wish that there was a, a really like long form anime about pirates. I think that would be really cool. I'd watch that. <laughs> Have you ever heard of One Piece? <laughs> no, tell me about it. It's just, no, it's just really no. long. Go listen to episode about pirates. You, go listen to episode three of Talking Tangents. <laughs> 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 
False reports also immediately spread across the country, however, with some claiming their queen had delivered a boy and others stating she had simply died in childbirth or that her swollen midsection was symptomatic of a tumor rather than a pregnancy. That's what I call Schrodinger's baby. Yep. So despite oh, the world... Is that of, insensitive? Probably. Yeah, definitely, but it's fine. It's what we do here. Despite the world of gossip growing around her, one thing could be confirmed. Around late May, Mary's belly began to shrink. Unable to explain or understand what was happening to her body, she continued to wait as those around her slowly lost hope. At the time of Mary's pregnancy, the people of England were divided between Protestants and Catholics. Mary was determined to unite her people At under the... At the time of Mary's ruling? Yes. That's... Well, because well, the king of Eng- or Henry VIII is the one who started the Church of England. Yeah, well, my point is, is that hey, England hasn't changed very much. Anyway, well, yeah, so. okay, got it. So wait, was that like around the same time as uh, like Martin Luther? Um, no, it was bef- that was after Martin Luther. Um, no, no, no. So Martin Luther started the Protestant, Protestant Church. Right. Right. So it was significantly after. So it was after the Catholics, then. then the Protestants, then the Church of England. I'm right. fairly certain. Yeah. But the Church of England was like an offshoot. Like everything else nowadays, Baptist, Methodist, uh-huh. that's Protestant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and then Protestants, they're Catholics, oddly enough. But no, um, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's my job to be stared at like a dog being shown a card trick. Mary was determined to unite her people <laughs> under the true religion of the land and took action by signing an act shortly before Christmas of 1554 that would result in the Marian persecutions. As the blood queen of the English Reformation, Mary had at least 280 people burned at the stake for resisting her re-Catholicization of England. That is a fucked up word. It is. Well, it's Catholic. So. It's even even Catholicism. Like, that's, yeah. that's a weird word. I'm not going to go on. These purges <laughs> were aimed at those who refused to renounce their Protestantism, a religious sect embraced by Mary's father and his son and brief successor, Edward VI. Damn, you know what's dangerous? A monarch with extreme daddy issues. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. And I, I didn't think, even think about it that way. I don't think we've had any other kind of monarch in history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I think the real moral of the story here is that we all have our own daddy issues. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not it's, about the monarchy. It's about the daddy issues. It is about the daddy mm-hmm. issues. Daddy issues fucked up America. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, you please elaborate on that for 45 straight minutes? Yeah, I can, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we can start with Trump and move our way back one minute per press. <laughs> Her most famous victim was Thomas Cramner, the Archbishop of Canterbury. After his trial, Cramner renounced his faith and re-embraced Catholicism. However, Mary had a score to settle. As an advisor to her father, Cramner had been responsible for annulling Henry's marriage to Mary's mother, Catherine. So Henry would marry. So Henry could marry Anne Boleyn. He'd also been a passionate promoter of Protestantism under Mary's predecessor, Edward VI. The thing that's crazy is that she's the daughter of Henry VIII, right? The man who killed a bunch of women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, she's mad at this man for preventing her father from killing yet another person. Yeah. Wild. <laughs> Wild. Well, it also so she wasn't. Also, the... I guess it was her mom. But, like, you're yeah. mad that your dad didn't kill your well, mom? And Anne Boleyn was her stepmother, right? right? Yeah. Stepmom. And she hated Anne Boleyn, and Anne Boleyn hated her. Like, sure. they, they did not get along, I at least from, from everything I read. Um, I wouldn't kill the person who prevented my mother's death, though, is my point. Stepmother. 
Well, Mary did not agree with you, and in 1556, she ignored the law of repentance. Hold on, hold on. I want to get the timeline <laughs> straight for real this time. Like, first here, I thought Anne Boleyn is her stepmom. Right. Mm-hmm. Who, the previous person is who the king divorced yes. for yep. the first time. Mm-hmm. Right, which means every other person before her mother got killed. Right? So I'm saying that the person who made it possible for her dad to divorce her mom saved her mom's life. No, I think her mom was his first wife. And then he... Div- yeah, because that was the whole reason he t- started the Church of England, because he wanted to divorce Catherine. Who am I thinking of then? Who killed like eight women? No, that's King Henry. Henry VIII. But I'm saying, yeah, it's Henry VIII, but his first... He started the Church of England because he wanted to divorce Catherine of Aragon. Uh-huh. Uh, in, in Catholicism, divorce was... Right, I remember sin. this. So he, I thought that came after no, several deaths. No. Anne Boleyn was the first one that started the series of deaths. Oh. She was the first. She was beheaded, wasn't she? Uh, I yeah, so. well, I think they were all beheaded. Yeah. This so. is just a small history lesson in two towns over, because yeah. Ruben uh, doesn't know history. Yeah. Pretty sure. Well, I don't know English history. I know lots of other random history, but none of it is coherent. So in 1556, Mary ignored the law of repentance, which should have absolved him and condemned Cramner to the flames. I don't like anybody in this story. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's fair. Yeah. It is completely reasonable to hate British monarchs. Yeah. Dude, the only one, the only person I fuck with is the Prince of Spain who was like, all right, listen, I'm, a, I'm trying to, A, I'm trying to do my thing, but yes, you can have a baby. I'll give it to you. He's the only one who did what he was supposed to do and then disappeared from the story. So in your mind, is the Prince of Spain the Prince of Bel-Air? Or the Fresh no. Prince of Bel-Air? Fuck no. Because the way you just said that, I, I'm, I'm going to do my thing. That's just how I say all princes talk. Okay. I thought you knew that. <laughs> I like to believe that's true. Yeah, Prince Charles. Will Smith is the Prince of yeah. Spain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing Will Smith and in And Uncle like... Phil is Henry VIII? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Why don't he want me, man? <laughs> Why don't my dad want no. me, man? Sorry. I'm going to go make that meme. Just wait for this episode to be uploaded so I can post it. People are going to be like, we're going to lose listeners. That's <laughs> fine. That's fine. We're having fun. I'm going to name this one ADD, the, the episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going to move on to the next. Uh, you should name it Two Town Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, One Piece. <laughs> oh, there you go. There no, that's good. Cut that out and use it. <laughs> So we're going to move on to Elizabeth Bathory now. So Elizabeth Bathory was a Hungarian noblewoman and reputed serial killer from the noble family of Bathory. What? Yeah. Another noble person who killed a lot of people? What? Yeah. Who could imagine? Uh, who could have abs- thought? Absurdly rich people using the lives of people underneath them as toys, essentially, to lift themselves Thank higher. Thank God that doesn't happen Yeah. Oh, my God. Unimaginable. Be, yeah. So glad we moved past that. Oh, the fact that neither one of you have seen Game of Thrones make the next four jokes useless. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, so she you only... do Attack on Titan instead. I've only seen season one. Oh, shit. You got to catch up. <sighs> it's about to end. It'll be, it'll be completely over. Don't look at me like that, Don. <laughs> Season four, part two is coming out. (laughs) (laughs) You know, One Piece is 1,000. The episode comes out on the 20th of this month. Oh, I thought it was already out. No, 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 no. no. We're on 998. Oh, okay. She owned land (laughs) in the kingdom of Hungary. 
Elizabeth Bathory was labeled, had been labeled by the Guinness Book of World Records as the most prolific female murderer, through the precise, though the precise number of her victims is debated. Joan of Arc. The fact that there's a Guinness World Record for that feels like a challenge to me. <laughs> to women everywhere. <laughs> to be the new most prolific Does female Mother serial killer Earth of all count? time. Ooh. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Bathory and four collaborators were accused of torturing and killing hundreds of young women between 1590 and 1610. Where do you find hundreds of young women in 1590? In your kingdom. Yeah, if you're a noblewoman. Right, yeah. That's fair. I forgot that part. She basically owns all of them. The sto- that is how monarchy works, I guess. Mm-hmm. The stories of Bathory's sadistic serial murders are verified by the testimony of more than 300 witnesses and survivors, as well as physical evidence and the presence of horribly mutilated dead, dying, and imprisoned girls found at the time of her arrest. Snopes.com said, mostly true. (laughs) Politico said, liar, liar. (laughs) Pants on fire. Story Silver said something. Nobody's listening to him anymore. (laughs) Stories describing Bathory's vampirific tendencies, so we're back to vampires, such as the tale that she bathed in the blood of virgins to retain her youth, were generally recorded years after her death and considered unreliable. Her story quickly became part of the national folklore, and her infamy pers- persists to this day. She's often compared to Vlad the Impaler of Wallachia, of whom the fictional Count Dracula is partially based. And so, where the series of Castlevania takes place in the anime on Netflix. There you go. It's really good. It's actually really good. Phenomenal. Some insist that she inspired Bram Stoker's Dracula, though there is no evidence to support this hypothesis. Nicknames and literally literary epithets attributed to her include the Blood Countess and Countess Dracula. Between 1602 and 1604, after rumors of Bathory's atrocities had spread through the kingdom, Lutheran minister Istvan Magyari made complaints against her, both publicly and at the court in Vienna. The Hungarian authorities took some time to respond to Migyari's complaints. Finally, in 1610, King Matthias uh, II assigned Thurzo, the Palatine of Hungary, to investigate. Thurzo sounds like a like a bad guy in a fantasy series from the 80s. <laughs> sounds like a RuneScape character. I am Thurzo, here to destroy your yeah, homeland. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, he sounds like a, a Power Rangers villain. Yes. But you... You do realize this is in Hungary. So how would Thurzo sound if he was Hungarian? (laughs) I can't. I I am Thurzo. I am Thurzo. Here to destroy your homeland. You're Hungarian. Turn it off. You don't need to hear this. (laughs) He's a villain. He's allowed to be a little bit racist. Thurzo ordered two notaries to collect evidence in March of 1610. In 1610 and 1611, the notaries collected testimony from more than, the 300, more than 300 witnesses. According to the testimonies, Bathory's initial victims were servant girls aged 10 to 14 years old. The daughters of local peasants, many of whom were lured to the castle by offers of well-paid work as maids and servants to the castle. Later, boy, it's like she had her own private island where she took all of these young women and then invited other people, say royalty, aka celebrities, to her island. <laughs> I wasn't gonna get into this, but you're already doing it. So, uh, 
Bathory didn't kill herself. Great. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I was going to say, it's, it, this all sounds eerily similar to the whole QAnon adrenochrome bullshit theory. Yeah. Conspiracy. Yep. It's been going on forever. I was thinking right. that earlier. Yeah. It's, it's almost exactly the same. And my favorite part of it is that even uh, back in the what what year? The 1590 16, 1610. Yeah. Yeah. E- even back in the 1600s, it didn't fucking work. And it doesn't fucking work <laughs> that's today. What I'm, that's and it's what not I was actually thinking. happening. Yeah, but, that's what I was thinking. Like, if that shit actually worked, way more people would have done it right. by now. Like, we would have right. pills that do it by yes. now. Yeah, you feel we, me? We would be factory farming people if like, that worked. You know, and, when you people yeah. ate a strange mushroom in the woods and their fucking head started feeling better, of course they're gonna do that again and again until they figure out which mushroom it is, and they're gonna tell everyone about it. Yeah, but the whole idea is that this is an elite thing, so they're not gonna tell everybody about it. As if the elite have ever discovered something first. <laughs> oh shit! Well. But in the in the, but in reality, though, this was I mean she was actually killing people here. This this isn't like you know there there was evidence. Did I get too real there for a second? <laughs> <laughs> so um, according to the testimonies, Bathory I, I've read all that son of a mother humper. Um, later, Bathory is said that to be how you make a son. Yes, yes. Uh, later, Bathory is said to have begun killing daughters of the lesser gentry who were sent to her Gionysium by their parents to learn courtly etiquette. Gynosium? Gynosium. Okay. Gynosium. It looks like gynecology to me, so. It's like a, a gyno that works out of a gymnasium. <laughs> the worst gynecologist ever. Yeah. I'm just ever. picturing like like right on the right in the middle of the basketball court. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna let that one go. Like, All right. the, <laughs> like the worst like the worst pep rally ever. <laughs> Everyone's got those little blow up things you clap with. <laughs> it's like the scene out of uh, that Monty Python sketch, but worse. But way worse. Uh, abductions were said to have occurred as well. The atrocities described by most consistently included severe beatings, burnings or mutilation of hands, biting the flesh off the faces, arms, and other body parts, freezing or starving to death. The use of needles was also mentioned by the by the collaborators in court. Also, I just want to point out, like, we were talking about these fault, this QAnon stuff. This really happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is what I'm saying is, like, <clears throat> it's almost as if she had a private island and maybe some form of advanced transportation for her time that she had other rich people say, come and do these horrible things to these young women. I think she was keeping them mostly for herself, though. Yeah. Uh, it's... She w- she wanted all that blood to maybe. try and stay young, and maybe. it, it didn't maybe, but work a queen, because a queen can't, can't have that much time. You know what I'm saying? Like to to murder hundreds of people, even over like twenty. Oh years. yeah, she had no, four she's definitely got too, so. employees That's what I'm doing it yeah. for her. The the accomplices are who I'm talking oh, okay. about. I'm just gotcha, drawing gotcha. parallels and saying that uh, uh, rich, powerful people who have no one that can force them to face consequences will always, always, always do shit like this forever. So eat the rich because obviously the goddamn rich right. Eat. Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> eat we... them. Because they've been done been eating you. So it ain't like you're doing it first. <laughs> um there were many suspected forms uh of torture carried out by ba- by Bathory. 
According to the Budapest City Archives, the girls were burned with hot tongs and then placed in freezing cold water. They were also covered in honey and live ants. Bathory was also suspected of cannibalism. The case of Elizabeth Bathory inspired numerous stories during the 18th and 19th centuries. The most common motif of these works was that the Countess was bathing in her victim's blood to retain beauty or youth. Humans are stupid. <laughs> they really are. Yeah. I, the fact that anyone ever got it in their own head that that would work, even in the 1600s when education was like equivalent to Satanism. Dude, <laughs> people have to have seen people get cut and not get younger. Right. Like, children would get cut and still grow up. You feel me? Like, the, the warriors of that time would have suddenly been babies after one fight if being coated in the blood of young 70. people. Would, you yeah, feel, Every right. doctor was just, he was a doctor because he hit 40 and everybody was amazed. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. you can't... How'd you do it? How? I didn't bathe in the fucking blood of innocence, I can tell you that much. Yeah, that, tr <laughs> I tried it a couple times, didn't work. Made me feel older, actually. <laughs> the legend appeared in print for the first time in 1729, and the Jesuit scholar... Laszlo Torowski's The Tragica Historia, the first written account of the Bathory case. Question in 1817 when the witness accounts, which had surfaced in 1765, were published for the first time. They included no reference to bloodbaths. Wait a second. The first witness accounts? No, the first published accounts. Oh, okay, okay. Never mind. Yeah. Um, they, inclu they included no reference to bloodbaths. In his book, Hungary and Transylvania... Published in 1850, John... Hungry in Transylvania? Hungry and Transylvania. Oh. Yes, shut up. Quit looking at me like that. <laughs> shut up. I'm plowing through. I'm having a great time. <laughs> um, this is maybe our best episode yet. Don's trying to see how many sentences he can get through before we start talking about some bullshit. <laughs> Not many. That's the answer. Not many. Published in 1850, John Padgett describes the supposed origins of Bathory's bloodbathing. Uh, although his tale seems to be as fictional, a fictionalized re recitation of oral history from the area. It is difficult to know how accurate his account of events is. Sadistic pleasure is considered a far more plausible motive for Elizabeth Bathory's crimes. So, like I said, we've already discussed the Mary Worth uh, legend, but those are the three um, main... So, we had a brewer yeah. and two serial murderers. Pretty much. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sounds about right. Well, what if I was to tell you, Ruben, that there was a scientific explanation behind everything? I wouldn't believe you, Don. You would, I would actually, I would be very, yeah, I'd believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to believe that. Nobody's going to believe that I wouldn't believe you, Don. So there, there, there's a scientific, uh, scientific explanation behind the concept of the Bloody Mary experience. And why people see things when they do scrying and catoptromancy. This is my favorite part of every episode. Yeah. Is when we talk about something that sounds insanely crazy and supernatural. And, you know, when you it's were in just... school, your friends would swear to you. They would swear up and down all day long that they saw Bloody Mary in the mirror. That they saw something. And... Turns out they weren't full of shit just trying to get me to go do the Bloody Mary ritual in the bathroom. They actually fully believed that they saw something. Mm -hmm. I have friends to this day that still believe in ghosts and things that they saw in their house when they were a kid and stuff. And it's like, no, there's explanations for all that shit. But it's like, yeah, of 
Of course you saw it. Like, your brain told you you did, so you did. People trust their eyes way too much. Way too much. <laughs> so in 2010... That's a, why I um, blinded myself in the name of justice. <laughs> That's a One Piece reference. A scientist by the name of Giovanni Caputo uh, did an experiment where he performed a, uh, with 50 volunteers staring at themselves in a mirror for 10 minutes. The paper, entitled Strange Face in the Mirror Illusion, reports that after less than a minute, the volunteers started to see what Caputo describes as a strange face illusion. This is a quote from the, the article. The participants' description included huge deformations of their own faces, seeing the face of alive or deceased parents, archetypal faces such as an old woman, child or a portrait of an ancestor, animal faces such as a cat, pig, or lion, and even fantastical and monstrous beings. And where to find them. Yes. <laughs> All 50 participants reported feelings of otherness when confronted with a face that seemed suddenly unfamiliar. Some felt powerful emotions. So what's going on here? Two scientists by the name of Susanna Martinez-Conde and Stephen L. Macknick explained that it's like, likely to do with something called neural adaptation, which describes how our neurons can slow down or even stop their responses to unchanging stimulation. It happens when you stare at any scene or object for an extended period of time. We, yeah, so like for the listeners at home, take a look. Find like your wall or your ceiling and just stare at it for 10 minutes. 10 minutes mm -hmm. And you will start to see like sometimes like patterns will show up in your vision or like or, it'll gray itself out. Right, or your, your brain out. will kind of... Um... Make it'll it'll cancel. Well, it'll also cancel things out. Like so, if you yeah. stare, if you have popcorn ceilings and you stare at like pick one piece of popcorn on your ceiling and stare at that for like a good 30, 45 seconds, and even just in in that first minute, you'll notice that um, your brain will kind of brush out and smooth the area around where you're looking, um, and it's. It's a phenomenon akin to exactly what we're talking about. It's almost opposite, but it works the same way. Mm -hmm. And I actually, as far as uh, the like, seeing your own face deformed in the mirror, um, you've distracted me. Oh, just finish. <laughs> no, I lost my train of thought. I don't know what I was seeing talking your about face anymore. distorted in the mirror. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I was in high school and we would do a lot of uh, experimenting with psychedelic drugs, <laughs> we were me and a bunch of friends hanging out in a garage one time, and we had a bunch of like light up LED balloons, and we're all tripping our minds away at like seventeen years old, just rotting brain cells. And uh, I'm looking down at this balloon, like, trying to find my happy place because I wasn't having the best time. And I look over at one of my friends, and his whole face is the only thing that's illuminated by the really low light in the room from all the little LED balloons that we have just floating around in there. Yep. And his face looked like not, not a monster's face, but a whole monster. Like, yes. from, from chin to... His hairline, which was all that was illuminated in the room. I didn't see my friend's face. I didn't see a monster's face. I saw a full head-to-toe, like, small monster floating in the air. And, I mean, the psychedelics helped, but <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's part of the same thing where your eyes are not as trustworthy as you think they are when you're in low light. Yeah. Yes. It, they're also not as trustworthy as you think outside of low light because... No. 
That's why you're more likely to get into an accident less than five miles from your house because your brain goes into autopilot because you've seen these roads and streets before hundreds and hundreds of times, mm-hmm. every single day even. And so sometimes you'll hit a stop sign, look both ways, and then go, and then get blindsided by a van because you didn't see that van because you didn't see it the last 1,400 times you drove right. past here. So your brain just edited it out because it must not be there. Exactly. We know what this should look like. Here it is. <laughs> and your brain does that with a lot of things. Like we all see a black shadow run across the the corner of our vision every now and then. We all forgot the name Brittany for about half a second the other day. Really? Yeah. You don't remember that? No. Of course you don't. <laughs> oh, Ruben is just blowing my mind nonstop today. I'm in rare form. I <laughs> say am I. <laughs> so this phenomenon is called Troxler's fading. Now, <laughs> I'll show you Troxler's <laughs> fading. Hey. So Troxler's fading <laughs> was first identified by Swiss physician Ignaz Paul Vital Troxler in 1804. And if that's not how you pronounce it, I don't give a shit. That's kind of cool saying it. Who was practicing in Vienna at the time. Troxler's fading has been attributed to the adaptation of neurons vital for perceiving stimuli in the visual system. It is part of the general principle in sensory systems that unvarying stimuli stimuli soon disappear from our awareness. For example, if a small piece of paper is dropped on the inside of one's forearm, it is felt for a short period of time. Soon, however, the sensation fades away. This is because the tactile neurons have adapted and start to ignore the unimportant stimulus. It's called tunnel vision. <laughs> but if one jiggles one's arm up and down, giving various varying stimulation, one will continue to feel the paper. That's where the reach around came in. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, Troxler's fading can occur without any extraordinary stabilization or of the retinal image in, per- in peripheral vision because the neurons in the visual system beyond the rods and cones have large receptive fields. This means that the small involuntary eye movements made when fixating on something fail to move the stimulus onto a new cell's receptive field, in effect, giving unvarying stimulation. Robot Don (laughs) is breaking down. So the next, or the other part, oh my god. You guys are on a roll, and I'm blowing up. Um, (laughs) It's the opposite of what usually happens. Maybe. But I'm the one that's reading everything. I should be on point. Yeah. Oh, well. (laughs) It's like a tired substitute teacher. (laughs) Falling victim to the two class clowns. We're at the end of the period, and we're like, oh, shit. Maybe we should shape up a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) So the other um, phenomenon that is effective for this is pareidolia. Pareidolia is the tendency for incorrect perception of a stimulus as an object, pattern, or meaning known to the observer, such as seeing shapes and clouds, seeing mm. faces in inanimate objects, or abstract patterns. That's why cars look like faces to you. Right. Or hearing hidden messages in music. Or how popcorn ceilings can look like faces to you. Yes. Or how literally anything can look like a, You're supposed to see faces, man. Sp- <laughs> oh, wait, isn't there a specific name for seeing faces? No, 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 not that I'm aware the, of. The human tendency to see faces in anything you look That's at? Periodolia. Oh. I just said Pretty that. Pretty sure. Periodolia. <sighs> Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so, periodolia can I be may considered. I may have spaced out for a second. I'm can, sorry. <laughs> can be considered a subcategory of apophenia. A what? A P O P H E N I A. Apophenia. 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 There you go. 
in the case of blood, the Bloody Mary ritual, your brain combines the visual effects of Troxler's fading and pareidolia to make sense of what your eyes are perceiving. If you've been filling your mind with stories of a bloody spirit appearing in your mirror, your brain could very well pull that image and superimpose Bloody Mary over the fuzzy, half-understood images before you. I know what I'm going to visualize when I get home. A reach around? I did. Goddamn right, <laughs> God damn it. I knew it, too. I was going to try and not let us get to that point. Eh, but... Too late. <laughs> it's way too late for that. No, but that does... It gives such a good explanation to why the Bloody Mary myth is still so alive and well today. Because kids will believe anything mm-hmm. and all it takes is some little part of your brain that's like what if they're not lying what if mm-hmm. it is true and what if bloody mary will come out of that mirror and kill me and the fact that the 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 phenomena is repeatable exactly yeah. it, it you, anybody can do it and you you know so it's not like a ghost where it only appears to certain people anybody can see if you I mean, hell, guys, if you want to test it at home, watch a scary movie with some jump scares of some jumpy, scary faces, and then walk around your house in the nighttime with no lights on, and you will see those faces in your head. You will see something spooky. Yeah, you'll see, like, like the one, what's the one, I always forget, but all I remember is I was a teenager, and it came out. The ring. No, it was a jump scare with a face at the very end of the movie, and it was, like, basically Darth Maul. Oh, God, you know, I have, oh, like, one of those uh, repressed insi- memories. Insidious. Insidious. insidious? It was Insidious. Yeah. So, like, oh, that was a repressed memory. Thanks, guys. That was a really bad movie, but... Would it help to know that that, that creature was called the Lipstick Demon? What? That, yeah, that was the name, that was the actual name of that demon, was Lipstick Demon. I hate demon. him. That's a terrible <laughs> name. He basically looked like shitty Darth Maul, and I remember him because the jump scare happened, and for, like, two days after that, like, I couldn't leave my room, because every time I left my room at night, I would see... Not his face, but like patterns of red in swirls. Yeah. In the blackness and think, oh shit, a face. No, not a face, just my eyes. For like three days. Because, you know, if if it pops itself into your head for long enough, for, you know, well enough, your eyes will tell you that you're seeing a threat. Well, that's all the notes I have. Thank Jesus. (laughs) Now go teach kids how to see Santa. Or God. Well, I think this has been far and away one of our most chaotic episodes. I will of give all you time. that. One. There is a lot of chaotic energy in this room today. Take two felt better than take one, though. I've, at the yeah, end of take one, I was fair. like, mm, I don't think I was on my game. Right. <laughs> Thank God that episode was lost. No, yeah. Let's just have the person who reads the fucking script be the one who's not on his game. <laughs> Thank. <laughs> it's Bloody Mary, man. <laughs> There are only a mil- How many people are on the world right now on planet? Like the ball? seven billion. I thought it was eight now. Eight billion. Seven yeah. point some odd billion probably. Yeah. Well, there's that many Bloody Mary stories because Bloody right. Mary is literally like a word of mouth. Like the only things that are consistent are the mirror and mm-hmm. Bloody Mary. The mirror and the fact that there is a, a demon or whatever named Bloody Mary. They're, yeah, they're yeah. the only two things consistent across every single version There's even some that say you have to flush the toilet, you gotta spin mm-hmm. around three times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work unless you're in a school bathroom or yeah. whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't work unless you have a single candle lit. Yeah. You have to break into a doctor's office and then <laughs> steal a peppermint. It's it's like a a side mission on Dark Souls where if the wind blows the wrong way on a Thursday, then you fucked up and you can't do the side side quest. There you go. Yeah, if you said no at the very beginning of the game right. to the owl, he'll just tell you, he'll catch you in a loop forever. 
<laughs> and that's been drowned. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, shh, not yet. Oh, no, not yet. Yeah, not that episode. The time has not. The time has not been foretold. So, give him the the spiel. The spiel. Hey. Oh, the spiel. Y'all want the spiel. Rate uh, us, bitch. Yeah, give us, give us those five-star ratings on... PCPP. PCPP. We love you. We do. We still love you, PCPP. And we hope you get better. And we also hope that you also give us a five-star rating on uh, Apple Podcasts. Or even listen to us on Apple Podcasts. That'd yeah, be great, too. Yeah, not a lot of people are doing that, actually. Uh, give us the little thumbs up on Spotify. Spotify. I know most of you guys are listening to us from Spotify. I think there's a thumbs up for podcasts on Spotify. Um, I've been looking for it. I can't find. You it. can't find hard, it. You can't like it. You can't. Well, I think you can favorite it. Follow but I don't us. think that'll actually follow do us. Yeah, follow, follow us. us. Yeah. Follow us. Absolutely. Follow us on Spotify. Rate us on um, iTunes. Comment our, on whatever. Join our Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah. Um, get get on the Facebook page. We, we do interact. You know yeah, the crazy thing is, we need y'all to share our podcast for real. We need you to share it so that way uh, we can have. A Patreon specifically right. so that I can set up a hundred dollar tier, and we're gonna call it the PCP Pete <laughs> tier. This is some real shit. I'm dead ass. No, no, no. Listen, because it's funny now, but in oh, two good. seconds it won't be. <laughs> and I want to take that that tier, and I want to donate some of that to like halfway houses or something. You know, for oh, people yeah, who are absolutely. actually addicts. That's what I would love to do with this joke. Okay. <laughs> the PCP Pete Foundation. Yeah, damn straight, dude. I'm dead ass. Like. No, dude, get the it's PCP Pete Project. Oh, Thank you. Alliteration Thank you. is PCP important P. in charities. You're PC right. PC Triple P, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real though, I want to do a tier that's maybe not like a hundred dollar, but you know, like you know, extra two or five dollars or something. We'll donate that to something. That'd yeah, be pretty fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we also would love to get to the point where we can get a Patreon and get sponsors going That'd because be uh, we all hate our fucking jobs. I don't want to say that. Really... I actually really like my job now, but I would love to be able to do this more. Yeah, often. I looked right. at the menu of your new job. Job. Yeah, I'm not visiting anytime soon. No, I figured you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> do they charge for water? I could have a glass of water. No, they don't charge for water. There you go. They do charge for everything else, though. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? I'm not taking shit off that bill, G. Like they told me for real. I I don't want to say like exactly where I work, but yeah. like it's the first restaurant that I've worked at where they're like, listen, unless you fucked up for re- like really bad, we are not taking anything off a bill i was like oh shit it's the big leagues now boys (laughs) (laughs) so um that's that's pretty much it um oh i want to keep drilling home this reminder if you have an urban legend that you want us to cover please send it to us on any one of our social medias. I may not be super active posting on all of them, but do the Facebook. I do, you, the do the fa- Facebook. Facebook is the easiest. Facebook is the easiest. Facebook. Uh, Guys, but, we know people don't use Facebook anymore, but we are not young enough to understand no, I'm not 17 anymore. Is. I called TikTok's Vines the other day, and the 19-year-old <laughs> cashier at CVS got mad at me. <laughs> okay, Boomer. But they're Vines. they're literally that's what they are but if you have a local urban legend that nobody outside of your small town has ever heard about and you think it's interesting please send that to us i don't say jersey devil you we will be pissed we will block you from the facebook page that's our next episode i don't know if that's true or not but don't give us the dirt (laughs) don't go don't We'll do it eventually. Shut up. We, I, I really <laughs> want Same us with to Mothman. Do... We get it. <laughs> I really want us to do uh, 
kind of a compilation episode where we can put together all these different local urban legends from all around the country, all around the world. If that guy that supposedly is listening in India isn't just using a VPN, we want to hear your local urban legend. So please send us, send those to us. And we can't wait to put that episode together at some point in time, but we need fan interaction for that. So interact with us. We want to talk to you. And maybe, um, if it's like a one tank trip kind of thing, um, if you have an urban legend that's nearby, we might actually come visit. Yes. And yeah, experience especially... the, the, the area firsthand. Mm-hmm. I know there's a couple around us that we can go. Yeah, definitely. Once, do we, a, a legend once we can kind of um, fund like road trips out of the show, we, we want to go get personal experience with these urban legends that we're about to cover. And as much as we would love to fly out to California and see that happening anytime soon. I do not know. <laughs> Anyway, that's Caterpillar Boy. I'm Cocoon Lad, and that's Moth Daddy on the other end there. They cannot see who you're pointing at, dumbass. They know who I mean. I'm Cocoon Lad. You're clearly Moth Daddy. That makes me Caterpillar Boy, and thank you guys for listening. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.